Sports listeners, I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning. Welcome, everybody. This is Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen, March 29th, all day. If you are listening on 96.9 FM, welcome. If you are joining us from Eternity Radio, welcome. It's really exciting. And of course, if you're the old school AM 1290, welcome, welcome. So we have expanded. We're really, you you could also find us. Where else, Dr. D? We're busy. We're all over the place Yes, now. yes, we are everywhere. As they say about Elvis, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. And so are we, uh, of course, on AM 1290, FM 96.9 on your terrestrial uh, receiver. Uh, of course, online at uh, Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio.com, as well as Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, iHeartRadio, I think Amazon Music as well, and many other locations online. And uh, we're also uh, on uh, another online, I I hesitate to call it a radio station, but for lack of a better word, because he runs different programming. Uh, What is it? Um, I'm trying to remember, Eternity... Ready Radio, Jeremiah Ready Ferris. Radio, yeah. Big shout out and claps to him. Yeah. He's doing a great job Absolutely. over there. I've actually Absolutely. enjoyed his music. It's um, it's a Christian-based network, and I really like that. I mean, if you're just over, you know, the the language and all that, you just want to... I, I listened to it all morning this morning. It was great. It's positive wonderful. music. It's positive. You know, we've got... Um, you've got to sometimes stage your life in such a way when things are getting overwhelming for you, and I find meditation there's so many different venues dominique you know goes to, to the garden other people uh i don't know richard ellsworth tries to beat me at hearts at night and that doesn't work very well um <laughs> so, so, there's lots of different ways there's lots of different ways that you can you know gather i, I believe he won last night um, <laughs> i gotta throw him a bone once a month you know what i mean i'm saying so Anyways, it's all good, though. We really appreciate y'all. Um, the um, stats are exploding. Uh, the beautiful thing here we have on Eternity Ready Radio. They're in 20 countries now. So now we're in 20 countries. So it's good stuff when you partner with the right people that has the same mindsets. I think that's right now what we've learned over this whole COVID experience, because everybody had to create these little mini tribes, right? We weren't allowed to have what was the amount under 10 or whatever. You know, we kind of went over that sometimes, but <laughs> safely, know, safely, safely, distance. We did the distance. We did the same thing. Yeah. Oh, we did the outside. Oh, we did it all. We, we, we surrounded ourselves with heat lamps. You know, we killed any kind of germ that might have just crept its way in. Um, but yeah, so let's go around the room. We've got a lot of... Uh, uh, thoughts of gratitude and, and thankfulness uh, in this one of the most beautiful places in the world to live. And that is in Santa Barbara. Dominique. Uh, a quick thank you. I love giving shout outs to something good organic. I just went to pick up our box the other day. Oh my gosh. The bounty is so beautiful. Fresh blueberries, fresh carrots, celery, uh, kohlrabi. You, sometimes you get vegetables maybe you've never used before. So I highly recommend if you haven't joined your farms CSA program, consider doing that. Yeah, it's, it's really good. You are supporting the local farmers. Uh, Don Sanders, he helped uh, gather all the bounty from a friend of his recently. You just finished that up, right? 
Yes, but there'll be more because oh, he, wants, yeah. he wants us back for the next season, which is Pixies. But anyway, this is Don Sanders, Don's Massage in Ohio.com, coming to you from Sun Drenched, Ohio. And uh, I'm grateful that later on today at one so far, I'm going to be coming up to your uh, Santa Barbara by the sea and seeing somebody up there for therapeutic massage. A session will do more for you, for your mind, body, and spirit than I have time to enumerate here. And so if you want, if you want to see some, if you want to see later today, if we could perhaps make that happen for you at 3.30ish, 805-236-2684. Thank you, Don. Christine, yes. what happened to you this last week that just wooed you? You know what wooed me? Um, I, I'm really grateful to the Healthy Warrior food and meal preparation. They work with all of the local organic or local farmers and they source locally with all their foods and then they cook it up and then they drop it off at my house the night before. And it's so delicious. And I really am so grateful. I believe Sarah is the name of the woman who um, runs that there. And I just, when I get to go home and have lunch and it's already prepared for me, or I might save it for dinner, I'm so grateful because I work so hard and so long that it's really nice. And I've had a lot of stuff going on. So, um, and I am Christine Marie um, with a view from the deck. Um, and you can reach me at 805-350-2705 if you want to do some reframing using the tarot. So Sarah, we need, so she lives in Santa Barbara. She's local. Yeah, yeah, it's a local, it's a local Santa Barbara place. It's called Healthier Healthy Warrior. We need and, to call uh, them up and we need to have them out here. Yeah, that's really good. That's that's good for everybody. There's a lot of families out here, uh, parents, you know, we can't have them go bring in their kid that cup of noodles to school. And if you don't <laughs> have time, okay, you have Dr. Amy's laughing, but it's true. The cup of noodles not in this house anymore. It was so bad. I didn't even give it to the chicken. <laughs> okay. And, you know, I don't know who bought the cup of noodle. Okay. Because honestly, in this house, I don't do the grocery shopping, but, uh, you know, I don't know. She fell for the no MSG. It says no, no, no of all the hot things that you don't want. But when you read the ingredients that the words has got so many, so I can't even go through it. What? Uh, quick tip for kids. Just grab a bag of whatever it is you're considering buying, turn it over or look at the front of it where it says ingredients. If you, if you can't read the first five ingredients or it has more than five ingredients, you probably should put it back. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Excellent. True. Dr. Amy, what's been going on? Well, I think we're on gratitude. So I have two. I have one that I've been waiting to do for a while. Um, for Doug at Surf Country, who um, provides uh, surf lessons, therapy, humor, all in one. And if you need surf supplies, I would definitely go hit him up. And uh, Dr. Richard Dugan, who has been helping me with my Spot a Spider project. So I'm grateful to both. Nice. Yay. Super. Well, I'll finish off before we go to break. I went over to Mike Ruiz, Mike Otto. I called him up It's at 4.58 at night. He's probably packing up, ready to go home. And because um, I had a leak, you know, boy, you don't want to have a leak in my car. So, I, of course, I'm like, didn't want to breathe in a brown bag at that time. So he said, come on over. So and he stopped everything. 
to put my car up, looked at it, identified the issue, looked it up on the computer, gave me a ballpark what he thought, you know, it would it would run me. He doesn't work on my car, but he gave me a list of the people that he would take my car to. So Mike Ruiz, I got to say, you're the, he's just straight up because I just don't know a lot of people that would have done that. Like, come by right now because he knew it. I'm like, oh, my God, my car is like that. <laughs> His mechanic shop yeah. is in Old Town Galita. He's really good. From uh, Santa Cruz Market. Yeah, he's really, really good. And uh, Dr. D's gone to him a couple of times. Uh, I think Richard's gone to him a couple of times. He's just he's just straight up honest guy. And when you find somebody like that, you know, you you hold you embrace it and you hold them tight. So mm-hmm. anyway, the place you took your car to is. To get it fixed. Airs repairs. Everybody's heard of airs. And thank you, Alex. And thank you, Rob, for taking care of me. And let's go to break. This is Erica Salda, the queen of team. We'll be back with more after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. This is Dominique Hackett with a Hackett's Huga moment. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Huga has to do with those things that are comfy and cozy in your life. And um, this week, I actually want to share. Part of creating comfort and cozy in your life uh, is the ability to talk about things with family and friends and create an environment where you can have discourse and discussions. And one of the things that um, one of the things that I want to talk about, it's actually a story supposedly from Abraham Lincoln. So once upon a time, because <laughs> I don't know exactly where this came about, so I'm going to say it as a once upon a time, Abraham Lincoln supposedly was in front of an audience and he asked the audience, how many legs does a dog have? So here we are having a comfy, cozy conversation. So I'm just going to ask everyone, how many legs does a dog have? Don. Four, right? Everybody would say a dog has four legs. All right. So. Um, Abraham Lincoln said, well, what if a friend of you, friend of yours tells you that the dog's tail can be considered a leg? Then how many legs does a dog have? And at this point, a lot of people in the audience said five. And sit with that for a minute. So you're having a conversation with friends and you're talking about something that you think is objective and your whole life long. You've always known, you know, dogs have four legs. And then someone tells you, oh, well, the tail can be considered a leg. Well, what Lincoln explained to the audience, supposedly, is that it doesn't matter what somebody says. If, if they say that the tail is a leg, mm-hmm. the reality is a dog has four legs. And even though someone says that the tail is a leg, doesn't make it a leg. So the reason why I'm pointing this out hmm. as a hygge moment is I, I want everyone, teens, adults, everyone to feel really comfortable in how they're perceiving reality and just relax and go with it when you get challenged by other people that, well, maybe maybe your, your sense of reality isn't correct. Um, just relax and go with it and, and converse, have a conversation, but feel comfortable that well, this is you, 
feel comfortable saying this is the truth that I know right now and that I'm comfortable with, and I'm happy to have a conversation with you about it. And I want to give you an example, uh, another example of how things reality can change. So say you have a square and the square has a cross in it. So now you have four boxes, right? So normally you'd look at that square and you'd say, okay, two boxes plus two boxes equals four boxes, right? But there's another way to look at this. You could say that there are five boxes because not only do you have the four boxes yeah, inside the, the square, yeah, the but you have the perimeter. whole perimeter, which makes it five. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to encourage with this Huga moment is that we need to relax into feeling confident about how we perceive real reality, but also creating space where we can converse and maybe our sense of reality does shift. And so that's my huga moment is being comfortable with what you know and comfortable with conversing so that what you know may shift and change. These are like men's questions. Generally, you know, you know, read those men's questions where you they're layered, right? It's like when you said you put a cross inside a box. First thing that I thought was five boxes because I go from the outside. I always go big. So that, that the first box was the perimeter and then one, so one, two, three, four, five. You see, so that's how I would have thought of that. So anybody in the whole world would have said, no, uh-huh. It is how you perceive things. But it, what's really nice is, and it's happened to me in my life, and I got to give a shout to my stepmother, Annie Youngblood. And her and I really never hit it off. She was my stepmother, you know, the whole thing. Um, but I got to say, there was two moments in my life that she said something that shine those receptives because I never once looked at it that way. But that moment and that time, and you would think that how would she be the key with the messenger at that point in time, which just completely shifted my reality. And I went in a completely different direction and it actually changed my life. And you're grateful. I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful to a person that I don't, I wouldn't want to have a cup of cool. I mean, I'm not, so let's not do lunch. We don't have anything in common. Right? And you know, it's her attitude and energy, but those two times I went, I'm like, Oh my God. So I think a lot of it too is, the willingness to be able to receive the information regardless of who the messenger is. Yes. Dr. Amy. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm going to go after Christine and tie it all together. Oh, oh I love okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. Okay. Because I want to hear the doctor a million years ago, you say that tail was a leg. <laughs> Biologically. Okay. You're, you're going to say something. It was a five-legged dog. That was the, that they leaned back on that tail to rest. <laughs> so it was a leg. Christine. Uh, okay, so this is Christine Marie of You From The Deck, and I am still working with the 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership, and this dovetails so perfectly in a very interesting way, um, Dominique, with the 10th Commitment, which says, I commit to seeing that the opposite of my story is as true or truer than my original story. I recognize that I interpret the world around me and give my stories meaning. And I find that very interesting because I actually even have a little, like the languaging of that I said, I would like to say that the opposite of my story might be as true or truer than my original story because the is is a little much for me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I have to reframe that even in my own, in my own moment at this point. Um, well, let's get in, in more depth with that. Um, let's, we got to take a little break. So we're going to get back to Christine Marie 
And then uh, we're going to let Dr. Amy Salzman round it all. We're going to circle back around <laughs> right after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. This is Christine Marie with a view from the deck. And before I get into my section, I wanted to share just a little bit about my experience as a child, as a young person, um, thinking about, uh, referring back to what Dominique was talking about, um, this sense that when I grew up in my household, there was, let's say, politics. My mother had a specific political view. And I was so surprised when I went out into the world to find out that other people's parents had a different political view. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, there are two political views, or this is what constitutes dinner in my house. Oh my goodness, I want to have dinner in somebody else's house, and they have dinner in a completely different way. And so this idea that this is what my definition was, and it was always this, and then all of a sudden have that definition broadened and expanded by experience was a powerful experience for me. And and it got bigger and bigger the older I got. Does that make sense? Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and that does also segue into this 10th commitment of um, seeing that the opposite of my story is as true or could be as true or truer than my original story. And I think one of the appropriate, one of the main emphases, emphases of this commitment is looking at how, you know, in this commitment, I recognize that I interpret the world around me and give my stories meaning. As to the opposite would be, I commit to believing my stories and the meaning I give them, and that's the only truth. So, it's this understanding that there is, there could possibly be more than one truth, and that likely there is. When I was in my Waldorf teacher training um, one of the things they really recommended to us was to always allow for a 15% chance that the exact opposite of what we believe could be true. And the way that I looked at that is that that is the place where miracles come in. And if I can't get to 15%, I I will leave 1%. (laughs) Always leave a tiny little crack for the light, I think, to get in, you know, for God to pop right in. Of course, course, miracles always find their way in no matter what, whether we are uh, decided to leave space for them or not. And I wanted to add too that uh, someone who does a lot of work around this philosophy is Byron Katie, who has what she calls um, a process, what is called the work, where we actually ask the question, is this true? What if the opposite were true? And to feel that out and to take a sense of it and how, what, how does that feel in my body? Because sometimes when we think something is the truth and we're told it's not the truth, we might suffer around that. So, I think that this is a, this is a powerful opportunity just to look at perspective and how we see the world. And, and so, I thank you for your huga moment. And I think it's so wonderful that it sort of connects in with, you know, looking at the opportunity for broadening our horizons with our perspectives. All right. Don wants to add to this. I could see he's in thought. Don, when you get into that thought, I could just feel it. You know, um, there's a saying that you're a fool when you first try anything new and to forget perfectionist notions and just go through it, you know? Hence me being here on a radio show. Um, and, and so, you know, 
most of most a lot of our suffering is misperception you know we have to be able to cultivate discernment and our our senses are 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 there to bring us all kinds of information to try and make sense of the world and if we're not making proper sense of the world then you know we can't discern between you know some of us have been traumatized to the point where we can't trust our gut that uh, dr gabor mate says one of the first things we should be able to do is realize you know instinctually whether something is for us or or not you know and for many people uh through conditioning and through bad experiences many things that's been deadened so it, it's really important that's that's why you know i adopted the practice 38 years ago that i have you know namyo horenge kyo it it sharpens the senses it allows you to it allows you to see things in a new way you know uh, there's there's a peace that comes with being able to accept who you are you know doing your best right here and now um i've heard my mentor said peace is a comp- is a competition between despair and hope between mm-hmm. disempowerment and committed persistence because if if you look out in the world and a lot of things seem like very complicated and hopeless then you've got to find a way to recharge your own spiritual batteries every day and and come forward going forward with a uh, with with cheerfulness with enthusiasm love it wow I, yeah i really appreciate that don and i think sometimes people don't understand the 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 practice and strength that it takes to um cultivate cheerfulness and people sometimes will say oh you're just being naive um however uh, it takes a lot sometimes it takes some work to really look for the positive in things and 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 it's good work to do i found it's one of the best works i've ever done it helps my own heart um make it through some of the most difficult times I always tell kids, I, I talk to kids, try to mentor kids to this day, and it's your attitude. Yeah. Um, it's just not about your aptitude. It's all attitude, and that's how you get altitude. So you can change things around, but just by changing your story. I tell that to my boys today. I said that to my oldest son last night to say, change your story. You know, you've been talking about the same thing now for three weeks. You know, why don't you just say it like this and then tell me how you feel when you say that? Because right now you're in this loop of, you know, lose your it's usually a loop of victimhood. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that. And you're, you're in pain, you know, and something hurt you. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't want to go to the thing of trauma, but definitely um, you were bothered by it. So you're going to have to work through it. And it's really not a it's your timeline. So there's no no rushy rushy. You know, uh, another, th- another thing, too, is if you are even semi aware of what you are share you know your story and you've been doing it for uh, you know three four five days or a week or whatever and you start getting tired of the story take note take note if you're getting tired of it can you imagine the people around you uh and and the whole thing of victimhood and 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 erica has said to me on numerous occasions when well she and i have sat around chatting about life and so forth uh and i think that this is a key phrase it's a little it's it's nothing different but it's just a different phrasing we're all in our own movie and we wrote the script Wow. And we can rewrite the script. Yeah. Rip that rip that page out of the rip script. Rip it out. Just rip it out. Rip it out of there. Burn, <laughs> if you want to make magic, you burn it. Burn, oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. But burn it, it go. carefully. Let it go. Burn it carefully. Okay. 
No, so there's this, things that was on paper. I made Dominique, don't even put it in the trash. I don't want in the house, burn it. I mean, yeah. it's over. Yeah. Okay, I don't there want to see go. it. I want to smell it. I like that roasted smell. <laughs> it's over. So, Dr. So, Amy, help me close out this section. We have more people in the house. Alex Ramirez has just joined us. Richard Ellsworth is in the house. Let's well, I'm guessing out. actually that Richard's going to tell us it's time for a break. And then we'll come back and I'll offer my thoughts. Oh, we got it. Erica Salda coming back with Dr. Amy Salzman after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dr. Amy Saltzman and Teen Sports Radio. You can find me at stillquietplace.com and spotaspider.com. And I'm going to be honest and say that I'm still working my way through some of this. And so we may get to next week and I may want to do over. But in the moment, here's what I want to say about uh, perspective and considering that other things might be true, as true or truer than what you're believing. So I have found the work of Byron Katie super, super powerful in my own life. And um, it very often helps me when I am judging someone else and I'm thinking, oh, I'll just give a simple example. Oh, my husband's so impatient. And then not only do you look to see where it's not true to see where he's patient, but you also look to see where I'm impatient, even if it's just I'm impatient with his impatience. And that has been super powerful to me. However, there are times and places where I think that um, the work of Byron Katie can be misused or used unwisely. Um, for example, and I don't know that I've come completely clean, at least with our audience about this, but in August of 2020, after seven hours of testing and two hours of speaking to my former mentor and an hour of speaking to my husband, a neuropsychologist determined that my 31-year-long relationship with my mentor was one of undue influence or covert emotional abuse. So if we take this topic, I had to look at a relationship that I thought was loving, supporting, and with someone that I could trust completely. And I could see like in an instant where actually it had been profoundly manipulative. So that was a complete shift in perspective of thinking one thing was true and then determining another. But at the same time, if now someone asked me to say to do the work with Byron Katie on 
my current story of that the mentor was emotionally abusive, I would have to say that that dog has four legs and that that is a true statement and that there's evidence to back it up. And so I think that what we're all talking about is being simultaneously open to other perspectives and discerning about what is truly true based on actions, behaviors, documentable facts like dogs have four legs unless they were born with an extra limb, which can happen sometimes, or unless they've had an injury and lost a leg. But I think there's this combination of being really willing to question your reality, to be responsible for your own filters, and standing in the truth of what you know and not being dissuaded, um, especially important when you or someone else is being harmed. Don't you think, though, Dr. Amy, like this whole relationship that you had that was cultivated over all decades, I think that the, the story here is that you had the ability to be open to see that uh, another path. Yeah. Um, and so and you, you the relationship was actually and been intended your whole life and never learned. The relationship was actually intended to distort my perception. And so when someone's intentionally distorting your perception, it's that much harder to see the reality. And I, part of why I was talking about such kind of, it's kind of a subtle, difficult topic, but I found it as something uh, comforting and cozy. There are so many things in our life that that we can know the sun rises every day um to our perception <laughs> the the world you know we have seven days in the week we do know things we do know you know and we do that by what christine was talking about by perceiving opposites we do we can discern what the truth is and it's really important uh, and uh, richard has talked to this a lot too about having confidence in ourselves of what we know but also creating that space for dialogue and that space for dialogue can then take where we know, which is the story that you're sharing, Dr. Amy, to an even better place, recognizing an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. Well, I did Google five legged dogs and there is a genetic miracle here. You can call <laughs> Dr. Google and there is a there is a five legged puppy that has been born. So you have to be open to every I mean, I just go back to Dr. Google and he tells me she he however you want to map. I just they. use they they it. OK, however you whatever you want. It's all good. Whatever you want to use is good. So um, I don't know, Don, you, you have so you want to round this out. <laughs> that's a that's an interesting one. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, you've got to take a breath and uh, you got to take a breath and pause and 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 filter stuff through the equipment that you have to work with, you know, and and uh, sometimes sometimes you might be deceived. Sometimes you might get it wrong for yourself. And the important thing, the, the important thing is that in the end, you know, at the end of the day, 
whatever you try and fail at or whatever you succeed at. Uh, I just heard a, a talk by Robert De Niro a little bit ago. You know, it's like when things go bad, you know, don't fly off the handle. But when things go really well, like stay calm. Don't, don't let that get to you. People are swayed, you know, till their train comes off the tracks sometimes when things have been going really well. And they're like, oh, I was wrong about the things that held me back. I can fly, I can fly. Then it becomes sort of like the old Greek thing, the Icarus uh, myth. He has beautiful wings and he flies up too high to the sun and he melts the wings and he crashes. So, you know, don't be swayed by these eight winds of prosperity, decline, censure, praise, any of these things. Just find, you know, your level course where you can live with yourself and you're happy with what you forged there. And, and don't, don't go for too many lows. Don't go for too many highs. Does that make any sense? Yes. Good, wise, very wise wisdom. Alex, Richard, do you have any uh, thoughts that we could round out this section before your section? Alex. Richard, I, I, I mean, Richard and I were just talking and this really plays into our conversation. We were having open dialogue about protein because Erica, I'm trying to help Richard put on some weight and trying to get him to exercise more. And we were having conversations back and forth about protein. He had a view. I had a view. We compared notes. We talked about it. And now it's kind of our views have kind of blended together. And we both have each other's perspectives in mind. And it's just great when both people with good intentions can really, you know, have a great dialogue and really spur up the de the debate, the conversation and the back and forth. And it's, there's no emotion. And it, it's just amazing when two people can come together like that and, and then have that dialogue that we did. It was great. It's awesome. So kudos it's a to you. Moment. Yeah, you, you had a hooga moment. Oh, comfort. <laughs> I told you guys it's from the same cloth. I know how to put people. I mean, I got to say, there's a lot of things I'm not good at. So I surround myself with people. That's everybody in this room. Okay. That's my mirror image of what I stink at. Okay. <laughs> but then I have the things that I know I'm good at. And that's putting this little group together. Richard. Wow. Yeah. Um, perception is just, it, it's, it's one of my, my favorite things to talk about. And it's, it's one of the instances that I always talk about it in is that our perception is so shaped by how we grew up, the, the beliefs that we've grown up with, how all of the circumstances that we've had affect us throughout our life, the things that we're passionate about. All of these different things are shaping how we view the world, how we relate to people. And it, and it really, really makes a huge difference. And um, when, when we get to our, our, our next segment, I, I really want to dive into this a little bit further. Perfect. And we're right on cue for the next section. So let's take a little break. And we've got Alex and Richard right after these messages.
We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. This is Richard Ellsworth with the Braille Institute and Mountain Sage Healing Arts. And I want to continue our conversation here about perspective. And it's something that I'm really inspired by because, you know, I live my life with kind of a manifestation perspective that we're, we're consistently creating our, our reality through our conscious and unconscious thoughts. And what I see is that every, every single thing that every single person is thinking on a regular basis is shaping how they view something when it can be exactly that same thing. And right, that is the, that is the definition of perspective, essentially, um, and how different perspectives can come together. Um, and I, I really had an instance this past week where this was really highlighted. So being someone who works with a lot of people regularly on healing from health problems, I work with them a lot on diet and nutrition. And I have a very, a very kind of, I guess, I guess one, one-sided perspective of, of that. If someone has something wrong with them, I increase their nutrient intake. I triple it by three. Their body starts to heal themselves. And then they get to a state where they're happier and healthier, works every single time, 100% of the time. Now, that is my perspective and how I apply it. Now, I was having this conversation with, with Alex earlier this week, and I was realizing that um, Alex looks at things through a fitness perspective. And right now I'm in a state where I really need a lot of help and support with fitness. And when it comes to diet, I don't have the tools that I need to get myself there. I have the tools that I need to heal myself from something, but not the tools that I need to make myself become more, more fit, more, more athletic. Um, and uh, this past week, Alex put together this amazing meal plan that highlights, you know, caloric intake and all of these things that just never cross my mind when I'm working with a patient because it's not it's not what they need when it comes to healing things. So that's that's just kind of a perspective thing. So it's really great to to surround ourselves with people that can expand our minds and open up our perspective to to other ideas. Um, so, so Alex, how how does um, how does diet and nutrition how does that fit into what you do? Uh, well, I, you know, Richard, as we talked about it, it's essential for your goal specifically. Most people want when they want to exercise, they want to become stronger, they want to get leaner, they want to start to see some muscle definition, and and at the center of that is, of course, resistance training and nutrition. And you need both. They complement each other. And so for us, for you, the goal was trying to step up the protein intake so that it can be a catalyst for muscle protein synthesis, which, of course, is what helps initiate the whole muscle building process. So that's how I start is where are people with their diet plan in relation to their goal of becoming stronger, a little leaner, a little bit more physically active. And uh, it's always a check-in. I always have to see exactly where people are. I, and I asked you what you were eating, what, what's your current state of physical activity, what's your diet like, what do you like, what do you dislike, what, what do you prefer? And so once I have all that information, we can move forward. But uh, water was the key, I thought, was one of the biggest ones that we didn't really think about. But it, water is huge. It's everything. And we figured, you know, something that we both weren't really looking at was like, oh, my God, your water intake might be a little too low. You might be a little dehydrated, which can affect your fatigue, your mental clarity and other processes in the body. So 
from a fitness perspective, you know, training, resistance training and nutrition is, I mean, they, they go hand in hand. You have to have them. And I think it's great that you have the healing component because no one has that, that I work with personally. They're not even aware of what foods, how foods can heal their body. But that's, what's great about my program is I help them first nutritionally. Then I guide them with whatever else and incorporate more foods that will help heal them with whatever issues they may have. And sometimes it's a gluten intolerance or maybe it's a lactose intolerance, some kind of gastrointestinal distress is usually the culprit. But yeah, it was a great conversation. It was a great dialogue. And thank you for having that with me. It was awesome. Absolutely. If I can add into this, this is Dominique. Um, frequently, our parents, in particular, especially mothers, have an idea about what the kids should be eating and so forth and uh, doing and everything. And it may not be the right thing for a teen. So this is part of what we're talking about today is about having perspectives about looking, uh, being able to look at the reality of, is this really working for me? And then opening the door to possibly looking at other, uh, other forms of exercise or other forms of nutrition. And maybe the things that I have been hearing for a really long time aren't actually the right things for me. It's true. Don. Yeah. True dialogue, like you described, Alex, is the most tremendous thing. It's probably the solution to finally achieving if we can get past conflict as a species and have world peace. Because like you were saying, you even said, you know, you can have you can have charged dialogue where the sparks are flying, but then you can get to a place of common understanding and both of you can gain something and both of you can learn. And like uh, you guys both have passions or you've de- you know dedicated yourself to finding a mission and a purpose. You have to keep doing what you believe. You have to ask yourself, you know, here's the self-reflection part. Do you really want this from your heart? Is it for self-glory or is it for something bigger? And if you can check in with your heart and say, like, I want to help people, I sincerely want to help people, then, you know, you're on the road, man. And also uh, referencing back to some of what Dr. Amy was sharing, we all need to recognize that there are times where we're not the messenger. We may think that we have the right piece that somebody needs to know, especially Mm -hmm. a teen. But it's really good to be able to step back and go and and just watch what the situation is so long as everything is safe. And, and realize we may not be the messenger for that piece of information. Right. You know, we've been talking for the last two or three weeks about the whole transgender in sports issue. And I just wanted to re, re, um, clarify that we are all about kids and we are all about the athletes and we're all about um, anybody who wants to be whoever they want to be. The, the, the whole hook to me on this is not to focus on the athlete and show any frustration or anger against um, any athlete. athlete. And I, I really encourage those. If you don't like the way a law is put all that attention, wear a t-shirt that has every single person that voted for such a law to crush women's sports and wear that t-shirt and let, and talk to them. And let them explain why this is going on. Because really, Dr. Na- Amy and I have talked about it, a third league is the way. And if that's what a this co-ed uh, league. yeah, co-ed league is, is the answer. So we don't need somebody who is a biological male feeling that she was a female. We don't need hit her not to smash uh, an amazing record and to kind of slow down and swimming or slow down and track because 
They want to keep, they want to not blow, you know, blow away a record because then, I mean, every, all the pictures are being right now is targeting that athlete and really going after them. It's the absolute opposite. They've shined so much light on this and it's actually hurting now the whole yeah, and we don't want that. We want to embrace all. Yeah, we don't want to do that. Every athlete excels. Ah, well, Pelosi, why did you vote for it? You know, why was there an executive order for it? And all the people, all the women, I cannot believe a woman would sign this bill. It's, it's just mind blowing. It just doesn't make any sense. But we're in support of our transgender community. Yes. Selling. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm against the policymakers. That's what we should all be writing letters again, saying, hey, this is not the solution. That's it. We can maybe get into it a little bit more, Don, before we go. A friend of mine used to uh, be a communications professor at Santa Barbara Community College, and she used to say, in true dialogue, both parties have to come to the table willing to walk away changed. That's it. Yeah, that's good. That's it. And um, Dr. Amy, do you have some last thoughts to share? I think you all have covered it well. I think there's the willingness to be changed, as Don just said, and then the willingness to speak your truth. So one thing I talk about often is the courage to tell your truth and the courage to hear the truth of others, and then compassion for understanding how difficult it is to be a human being, both for yourself and for others. Perfect. That's yes. beautiful. Well, the one thing I can't change here is that everybody come back next Tuesday at 9 a.m. OK, <laughs> that's it. So you can check us out on Eternity AM 1290 or 96.9 FM. God bless you all. Make it happen this week. See ya. You're the best. Oh, wow.